Today is Wednesday, April the 13th, 2022. And it's a great day to have a day here on the Spurs Up Show, the best Gamecocks podcast on the internet. And on today's show, we break down last night's game as South kind of picks up the 4-2 win over the North Florida Ospreys in the midweek, guys. I'll break down the game in its entirety. Give my full takeaways, key thoughts. Also talk TSUS midweek MVP and talk what's next for South kind of baseball as well. And on that note, We'll break down the weekend series. The Gamecocks take on Ole Miss the Thursday through Saturday series at Founders Park. I'll give a full breakdown, including a breakdown of the Rebels. They're pitching. They're hitting. Also talk South kind of projected starting rotation. What to watch for. Key play of the weekend. I'll lock in my prediction as well. Got a packed show in the Wednesday. Of course, as always, it's brought to you by the Spurs Up Show store. Guys, TSUS.store, the best Gamecocks. Merchandise on the internet. Be sure to stay tuned. All the latest drops, including T-shirts, tank tops, long sleeves, hoodies, pullovers, koozie stickers, flags. You know the drill. Again, for all your Gamecocks merchandise needs, head over to TSUS.store. Again, that's TSUS.store. The best Gamecocks merchandise on the internet. Let's get it. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. One of my goals in 2022 as we started this new year was to get outside of my comfort zone to travel a bit more and do things that were different from the norm. And that is what we are doing here on this Wednesday show as I sit right now with one of my very good friends who will not be on the podcast necessarily, but I am currently... On a back porch, sipping a cold beverage, watching the Atlanta Braves, and have just concluded watching South on a baseball, not in the studio. And again, it feels good to change up the vibe just a little bit. You know, when you get outside, when you travel a bit, when you switch things up, I believe it inspires creation and 
just 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 switches up the wave a little bit. So that's what we're doing. I'm on my buddy's literally back porch at his house. You're hearing the sound of my voice. You're probably listening to this while we're on the golf course. But either way, we are here on a Wednesday, guys. Appreciate you all tuning in. I hope the show does find you, no matter where you are, what you are doing. Again, a Yardcocks heavy episode as we talk what happened last night at Founders Park. And, of course, look ahead to a huge weekend. And it's a big, big week and a big weekend in the City of Dreams with both women's basketball, baseball, of course, football. We'll talk that more later in the week. But, again, my best friend hosted me on his back porch. Thank you, sir. Appreciate you. Again, like I said, we are sipping on some good beverage, and certainly we're going to sit here and talk yard cocks for a while. But again, folks, thank you all so much. The love, support, man. It's been incredible this week thus far. And, you know, a month like April where there's so much going on, it is – you really feel the love, you know what I mean, with all the events and seeing you guys in person and meeting up and, and you guys showing love and support, man. And it's those type of things that ma- makes me truly, really – and not that I'm not already, but really makes me grateful to do what we do and, and create content, and make merch and, and go to events and go to games. And like I said, link up with you guys. And, and uh, you know, I, I know I talk to you a lot on social media and, and feel the love and the DMs. But, you know, I still believe in the power of a handshake and seeing people in person and, and getting to link up and hear you guys stories and, and uh, you know, talk about the team we love. So, again, appreciate y'all tuning in. Like I said, it's really cool. Like I said, tonight we're sitting here watching the Braves live as I'm recording this. I just watched D. Gordon throw 60 miles an hour, so I felt like that set the tone for the podcast and just the madness that is baseball season to this point. But either way, again, appreciate y'all. Before we get going, hey, quick update in regards to content. The Daily Crow today, this week's going to be normal, but today, specifically, you're hearing the sound of my voice. If it's before noon, you might notice the Daily Crow will not be live noon to 2. The reason is... Number one, yours truly will be on the links. But number two, I thought it'd be really cool to go live from the parade tonight celebrating women's basketball, their national title, the Dynasty. It feels good to be good. So if you're at the parade, look for yours truly. If you're not, I will be streaming that. Can't guarantee how long I'll be live. Will it be 30 minutes, 45 minutes, an hour? Will it be the full two hours? I don't know, and I'll try to take all your questions as much as I can. But either way, we will be live to the Daily Crow live from the national title parade. We're going to have a really, really good time out there, downtown Columbia. If you can make it, be sure to. But if you can't, I will be streaming it live from my phone. So, again, just a quick update. The Daily Crow live from the phone, live from the phone, not noon to 2 as normal. After today, we'll be live, you know, 2 as normal. And, of course, the podcast will drop again on Friday. And that will be a heavy, heavy, heavy football spring game preview episode where I'll talk Top players to watch for, storylines, all that good stuff. You already know the drill. But, hey, on this show, let's go ahead and talk South Carolina baseball. The Gamecocks take down North Florida by a final score of 4-2. to two. And, guys, I would go into it in depth, right? I, I would discuss everything that happened inning by inning, give you the full breakdown. But the beauty of what I do is I can do whatever I want. And I know that at this point in the season, y'all really don't care. I, I, let's go ahead and call it what it is, right? And last night, I was watching South Carolina, North Florida. I had the decision to make. I could have went to the game in person. In person. Could have went in person. Instead, decided to go to my best friend's house, which was, I do not regret that decision at all. Watch the game on the laptop, on the small screen, as you probably saw on social media, and watch the Braves game on the big screen. That is the point of the season that we've reached. And I'm not trying to be 
I'm not trying to be some Debbie Downer here on your Wednesday. I'm, I'm not. But I, I'm just trying to give you, I'm just trying to be honest and give you a, a real feeling on the mood around Gamecocks baseball. You struggled. You struggled in that game last night to get the victory. You struggled. Four runs, eight hits. North Florida with two runs and four hits. But, they, guys, that game, that was a two-to-two ball game going into the bottom of the sixth inning. That was anybody's ball game going to the bottom of the sixth. And, again, I don't want to just keep going on here repeating myself, well, this isn't a very good ball club. You're inconsistent. You're this. Guys, when you have to put in two relievers back-to-back that have 11-plus ERAs, and then Matthew Becker yet again, a weekend starter, at least as of now, he's a weekend starter, guys. He is a weekend starter. No matter what a slapdick on Twitter tells you, he's a weekend starter. When you've got to put a weekend starter in to get the save, imagine Sam Dyson having to come in on a Tuesday. Imagine Adam Hill having to come in on a Tuesday. Imagine Will Crow. Blake Cooper, Michael Roth having to come in on a Tuesday to save the day. That's just where you are. That's where you are. So, again, you won the ball game. Don't get me wrong. You won the ball game. You won. But you're 16 and 16 through 32. You're 4 and 8 in SEC play. Guys, and, guys, I'm, I'm getting this close. I'm getting this close. This close. On our situation at head coach, on the thought processes behind what happens, I'm going to be here the entire season, no matter what happens. I'll be here. Hey, it's my job. I love it. I love it. I love watching the game, guys. I love Carolina baseball, but I hate what I'm seeing right now. I hate it. It's, it's reaching unwatchable territory, and I have to keep it honest, and I have to keep it Fair, because what I said about Gamecocks basketball, in the sense of this, if you don't put a product on the floor and or on the diamond, people lose interest and apathy sets in. And for most of you, I'm keeping this thing riding. I'm keeping it going. But for most of you, we have reached that point. We have reached that point. So, yes, you get the win. You get the dub. But it's just so painfully obvious watching this team. I mean, it's just brutal. It's it's just brutal. You're having to use a weekend arm to beat the North Florida Ospreys of the Atlantic Sun Conference. And you can say, oh, well, it's the midweek. Things happen. Guys, Xavier, the Citadel, Presbyterian, And now North Florida game that you almost lost yet again. At some point, again, you are who you are. I think we've all accepted that, but you are who you are. So there will be a date where I'll be, I I will be, I'm going to pick my spot where I'll go on record, but I'm not happy with how things are. You got the win. Tip the cap. Hey. TSUS athlete Colin Burgess hits a bomb. Josiah Seitler, stay hot, kid. Love to see it. Who knows? Long season, but it's 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 just it's just we've gone from the days of watching kind of baseball dominate opponents in the midweek to 
struggling against teams from the Atlantic Sun. I mean, really struggling, too. Not even wanting to put the Gamecocks on the big screen. That's where we are. I don't cover the Braves for a living. I cover the Gamecocks, yet the Braves were the focus. That should tell you all you need to know. I don't want to harp on it, guys, any longer. You all watched it. You saw it. You've seen the stat line. Hey, Gamecocks get the win. Congratulations. You're now 500 through 32. TSUS midweek MVP. I will say, shout out. He is our TSUS midweek MVP. Josiah Seitler, three for three, a homer and RBI. This kid has been heating up the last couple of games, and you just love to see it. You know, Brant Belk's been swinging it well. Outside of that, it's been very inconsistent. If you can get Seitler going, maybe that helps you in the lineup overall. But again, Josiah Seitler, certainly for his game last night, he is the TSUS midweek MVP. That home run, he hit an absolute bomb from the left side. And of course, what's next? The Ole Miss series, which we're going to talk about in a second. Before we do, though, I want to tell you about our friends, our latest sponsor, our newest partner, the best real estate agent and the best real estate team in the local Columbia area. Of course, I'm talking Marissa Kennedy, realtor and founding member of the Patrick O'Connor team with Colwell Banker. And guys, the proof is in the numbers. The team's helped over 250 families last year. They work with both buyers and sellers in Columbia and the surrounding areas. They do premium advertising to sell your home faster with high-quality pictures and video. And in last year, they sold homes for on average 5.4% more than the competition. Now, right now, guys, we're in a seller's market. But Marissa's able to get you buyers under contract in new homes by being available to show homes as soon as at the market, collaborating with listing agents to write offers that meet the needs and wants the sellers, and keeping up clear communication throughout the entire process to ensure they make it easy to get the closing table without a hitch. Guys, give Marissa a call today, 803-406-1800. Again, that's 803-406-1800. And go like her Facebook page at Marissa Kennedy Realtor. That's at Marissa Kennedy Realtor for all of your real estate needs. Again, guys, the best real estate agent and the best real estate team in local Columbia area. Look no further. Marissa Kennedy Realtor and founding member of the Patrick O'Connor team with Coldwell Banker. Be sure to reach out. And when you do, tell them that Chris from the Spurs Up Show sent you. Now, talking Ole Miss, the Gamecocks take on the 25th ranked Rebels. Tomorrow night at 7, Friday at 7, and Saturday at 1 o'clock. All three of those games are on SEC Network Plus at Founders Park. Of course, the head coach of the Rebels is Mike Bianco. And their season, a very interesting start, or excuse me, start for sure, as Ole Miss sits 20 and 12 overall, 4 and 8 in the conference. And guys, they are coming off of a series sweep to the Alabama Crimson tie, which we looked at in the preseason and thought, hey, that was an easy series victory. They beat Kentucky two out of three, got swept by Tennessee at home, and beat Auburn two out of three. So they've won two out of three twice and got swept twice. So a huge series for them as well. Um, you look at their pitching staff, a 4.78 4. team ERA. And, of course, guys, I'm recording right now, their projected starting rotation or their starting rotation is not released. So you look at who they started last week against Alabama. Hunter Elliott started on Friday, and you look at their statistics. Hunter Elliott, I'm not sure he will actually start on Friday because you look at him. He's only started, I believe, let's see, um, yeah, three games this year, but he's 1-3 with a 3.33 ERA. You then look at who started last Saturday, John Gaddis, who didn't make it out of the fourth inning last week, by the way, for them. 
John Gaddis is, let's see, I'm, I'm doing this on the fly, 2-1 and one with a 4.9 when he, he has started six games this, this year. And then on Sunday, Jack Washburn, who only threw three innings, by the way. So their starters really struggled last week. Jack Washburn, though, uh, four and two has started eight games. So I'd assume he's going to start this weekend. Four and two with a 3.45 ERA. So Ole Miss, you know, college baseball guys have been really crazy this year. Um, it's been really crazy. So Ole Miss, a team that was what they were number one at one point, they now sit 25th. That just goes to show you how crazy college baseball is. Uh, the hitting side of things, they're hitting 284 as a team. And of course, you look at the statistics. Guys, they've got some really good ball players led by Kemp Alderman hitting 317, five home runs, 15 ribbies. Of course, when you talk Ole Miss, you got to talk the leader of the squad, Tim Elko, 315, 13 home runs, 13 home runs already, 43 RBI, and then Jacob Gonzalez, 295, 10 home runs, and 29 RBI for him on the season. So, again, they've got really talented players. There's a reason. They were ranked number one at one point, but uh, it, it's been a bit of a struggle. So, they, again, they're going to come to Columbia kind of desperate, if you will. They need this series victory sitting with a losing record, a losing record in SEC play, just like South Carolina. Now, guys, when you move into South Carolina, the Gamecocks, specifically, they're starting rotation. Okay. You would assume they're going to start Noah Hall tomorrow night. Will Sanders on Friday. Is it Matthew Becker on Saturday? I don't know. The guy just pitched Tuesday. You saw Mark Kingston bring him in the bullpen last weekend. So I, I don't think we can really know what's going to happen. I mean, listen, Mark Kingston, I had somebody call me yesterday before the midweek game asking about, you know, why is Lee Croy playing third? Why is this guy getting the day off? Why is this guy doing this? And I asked him, I said, when is the last time Mark Kingston made a move that made any sense to you at all. And he said, fair point. So, I, guys, I, I don't know what Kingston's going to do. I, I, you're, you're so limited when it comes to pitching. You're, you're in such a, a tough place in regards to having to use guys in spots you don't want to use them that I don't know what you can really I, – I, who knows? Who knows? All hands on deck. We know Noah Hall's going to pitch. We know Will Sanders is going to pitch. Beyond that, we think Matthew Becker's going to pitch. I hope he's going to pitch. Beyond that, I have no idea. And in regards to what to watch for this weekend, guys, you know, it's funny. I have my notes for every show. And I'm normally much more buttoned up and put together than this show specifically. But we've just – we've reached a point in the baseball season where sitting on a back porch smoking a cigar and drinking a whiskey drink I mean, that's just kind of where we are in regards to Gamecocks baseball. That's exactly what I'm doing. So what to watch for over the weekend just off the top of the dome? Um, you know, you've been inconsistent swinging it. You torched Georgia pitching, but you can't hit North Florida. Brant Belt did not play Tuesday. Is he healthy? Uh, you know, he, he was dealing with some sickness, I believe, is what I heard. Kevin Madden's got a bit of an arm issue. That's why he wasn't at third base. I mean, Andrew Eister has been a shell of himself. Braylon Wimmer's cooled off. I, I don't even know at this point who you can depend on because Ole Miss still has arms. On the bump, Noah Hall, I think, is going to Noah Hall. He's going to do his thing. 
Will Sanders is Will Sanders. Can you just put it all together? When Noah Hall throws a gym and you're up 2-1 going to the ninth, can you lock down that game? When Will Sanders, he's going to throw a gym again. It's going to happen. I still think Will Sanders should be in the game one role, but when he throws a gym, can you lock down that game? You're so beaten, battered, and bruised in the bullpen. Is there anybody that can come in and lock down a game? Is, is there anybody that can do so? Can Eli Jones come back and pitch? I know he's got like a five-day rest rule because of Tommy John. Can he come back and pitch? Again, you're at home. There's going to be a lot of momentum this weekend. A lot. Big game caught weekend. Spring game, right? That's going to help in regards to the intensity around the ballpark. Do, do the Rowdy Roosters <clears throat> make some sort of a home field atmosphere? And I wish I could say I knew that for a fact, but guys, the season's gone so shitty. I don't know that you can bank on that. I don't think you can. I don't think you can. And then Mark Kingston watch is officially on. It, it's on. It, it is. It is. As I told you guys before, this guy's going to dig his own grave. And, and I hate to, to put it that way. He Let me put it this way. He's going to seal his own fate. Mark Kingston will seal his own fate. The expectations and standards here are very clear. You either win and make the postseason and are playing for things meaningful or you're not. And if you're not, you're not going to be here very long. You know, there's only so many more weekends and there's not many more left where I can say, well, you know, if you can you turn the corner here? Can you turn the corner there? Can you do this? Can you do that? Can you turn it around? We're reaching a point where you can't really turn it around anymore. You lose two or three here, get swept, and it, it's kind of over. It's over. How? I mean, how many more weekends or how many more weeks can you go with a losing record, with a 500 record? Why can't this team hit a stride and go on a winning streak? Why is that not possible? Why can't this team go win 10 of its next 12, 14 of its next 16, 10 in a row? Why, why is that not possible? At some point, and that will be my cracking point where it's just going to be so blatantly obvious that, you know what, this season, unfortunately, is over. It's over. Just like how the Nationals put in D. Gordon throwing 60 miles an hour trying to get a ball game over with, we're going to be looking at the season like we're just trotting out there trying to play nine innings at a time to get the season over with. That's what it's going to feel like. So Mark Kingston watches on for sure. And I know the Board of Trustees is changing. This is changing. That, But, guys, if you don't make the postseason, I just don't see how he survived it. Again, that, that's a conversation for down the road, but I'm just saying it, it's, it's becoming a talking point. It's becoming a talking point, right? You look at the key part of the weekend, I think Josiah Seitler certainly. I, I think this dude, he, he's heated up a lot. Huge midweek game, had a huge series against Mizzou. Swung it well against Georgia. Can you get him going? Again, you need another bat outside of Brant Belk. So Josiah Seitler's guy I look to. And that leads me, guys, into my prediction, right? South Carolina taking Ole Miss. Ole Miss is reeling. They're very beatable. They're beatable. Gamecocks are at home. You got a prediction, my guy? No? I'll tell you this. Big Gamecock weekend, spring game in the air. You'd think, you'd think there's some big W's coming, right? Really, you, you would. You think there's big W's coming. But 
I got to make predictions off of known commodities, not hope. How, how at this point can you pick Sal going to take two out of three or, or sweep, God forbid? How? How? And Ole Miss, again, a team that's really. But, and the game, the beauty of baseball, it's not played on paper. It's not played on paper. It's played on the diamond. And the beautiful thing about baseball is at some point, I've said this before, at some point you want to and you have to step up and rise to the occasion. Right. So you'll have that opportunity this weekend. And the beautiful thing about baseball is, you know what? No matter how bad today was, you get tomorrow. No matter how poorly you played, you whether you went 0 for 5, 5 for 5, you gave up 10 home runs or whatever, you have tomorrow. Right. So this team has this weekend. This team has this weekend. But I look at Ole Miss. And I look at Carolina right now, and as much as it pains me to say, there's no comparison. Ole Miss has struggled. Sure, they've struggled. They have dealt with their fair share of struggle. But, man, they are so much more talented and so much better of a ball club in South Carolina. And for that reason, I've got to pick the Rebels. I think the Gamecocks will get one, for sure. I don't think this team, again, at any point is going to lay down, quit, whatever. But, Ole Miss will take two out of three. I think the Rebels will get two out of three at Founders Park. I wouldn't be surprised if it came down to Saturday yet again, a game three yet again. But what about this weekend outside of just saying, well, you know, we're inconsistent and we're the Gamecocks, so we're going to lose in North Florida. No. No. Being inconsistent is not a trait to be proud of, and that's what we are. We're inconsistent. We're an inconsistent group of slapdicks. That's what we are. That's what we are. So with that being said, man, I, I got Ole Miss taking two out of three. I think the Rebels do get the job done. I think Tim Elko probably has a big weekend. They, again, they've got sticks. They've got enough arms, I think. And, and, and I, I just, with this team, guys, I don't hate this team, but, I, man, I hate the results. I, I I hate the feeling I have right now. I hate the vibe around County Baseball. I hate the 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 mood around the, the program. I, I hate the way fans are reacting right now. And I can't blame them, though. That's the problem. I can't blame them. You know, during football season last year when fans were down and out and Shane Bieber halfway the season, I had a reason to have a gripe with some fans, some people. Right now, I don't have a reason to have a gripe because y'all are justified. We're all justified. It's what we're seeing is just it's so porous and so lackluster. I don't blame you, man. I feel the same way. I feel the same way. So again, with that being said, Ole Miss, I got them taken two out of three, man. Um, I do think they'll get the job done, and um, I think it's going to be another tough weekend. Obviously, again, it's going to be a great weekend in the city of dreams. But I think on the diamond specifically, I do think it'll be a tough weekend. So. With that being said, again, Rebels take two out of three guys. We'd love to hear your thoughts on the series, uh, your thoughts on the Rebels, South Carolina, what to watch for, your key player. What is your prediction? We'd love to hear from you all. And, uh, yeah, so that will do it for me, guys. Uh, I forgot earlier in the show, by the way, we do have a great interview conversation for you. Do not go anywhere. Garrett Daly of Gamecock Bourbon Society. 
You may have seen them on social media at Gamecock Bourbon Society, I believe. Again, we talk about that more in the conversation. But Garrett Daly, gracious enough to get time to join me. Really, really good stuff, guys. Stay tuned with that combo. We talk about Gamecock Bourbon Society as a whole. We talk bourbon. We talk their event coming up on Friday. Bourbon on Main Street in Columbia. Hey, be sure to come out if you have tickets. I'm going to be there. going to be a really, really good time. We also talk their tailgate on Saturday. We talk their merchandise. The brand, the business. Also, of course, we talk kind of football. So the spring game, we're looking forward to all that good stuff. So again, guys, stay tuned for that conversation. It's attached right on the end, coming up the next probably minute or so, next 30, 30 seconds, really. So again, guys, hey, thank you so much. Appreciate you all tuning in, guys. Again, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for the love and support, man. I cannot tell you how grateful I am for you guys rocking with the business, the content, the show, everything we do. Rolling with the punches, by the way. I know today is going to be kind of weird with the daily crow being from the parade and all that, but. Uh, you know, you, you guys make this thing fun, giving me the ability to have flexibility and, and uh, you know, being able to, you know, change things up, get outside the comfort zone. I feel like this is the time to do so. We're in baseball season and things are a little bit more fluid, a little more liquid, if you will, and, and uh, you know, being able to find inspiration in different ways. So, again, guys, thank you all so much for the love and support. And we're going to have a really fun weekend, content bleeding out the eyeballs, of course. And like I said, um, really looking forward to it. So again, guys, y'all have a great rest of your Wednesday. Thanks so much. And enjoy this conversation with Garrett Daly of Gamecock Bourbon Society. All right, guys, very excited. Joining me today on the Spurs Up show. If you're on Gamecock social media, and of course, Gamecocks are doing great things, right? Putting on events, creating content, and that's certainly the case this week as we count down the days to the spring game. Guys, we've all heard of big Gamecock weekend, but you might have missed out on a big event happening on Friday. And the newest and latest, I would say, Gamecock's entity and really Gamecock brand, and better yet, a community for Gamecock fans, lovers of bourbon as well. You probably know exactly what I'm talking about. Gamecock bourbon society we got my dude garrett daly the co-founder of gamecock bourbon society along with a good friend of mine gc which we'll get to more in just a second but garrett truly man sincerely appreciate you taking the time obviously i know you're a big fan and been a fan of wild the spurs up show and you've supported so bro this is awesome to uh have you on the show and to be talking gamecock bourbon society and of course man we're talking football because the spring game's on saturday but man again thank you so much for taking the time you guys have been doing a fantastic job and excited to chat with you here today yeah, I appreciate you just having me on. We we love the support. For sure, man. So let me start from sort of the beginning, I guess, for you guys. I mean, again, Gamecock Bourbon Society is a newer thing. Obviously, you and GC, you are the co-founder. I guess you could say he's the founder. You guys are both co-founders. We'll put it that way with different roles. But just where did the idea start? Because if you think about it, I mean, it's, it's definitely a genius idea. I mean, you think, right. I'm shocked there isn't like a an even bigger sponsor of Gamecock Athletics that's some beverage distributor. Because, right. hey, as we all know, man, to, to be a Gamecock fan, I mean, you you need your bourbon, you need your vodka, tequila, beer, whatever. Whatever your yeah. beverage of choice is, you need it to get through football season. And I guess right now, baseball season, really just to be a Gamecock fan in general. But it feels right. like a perfect marriage. And again, you guys have built this community and we've been seeing it grow and grow and grow. But where did it start? Where'd you guys get the idea from? Yeah, so I think GC, he had a tweet where he wanted to start, you know, a bourbon group. And he was like, you know, what is the interest on this? And it kind of blew up from there. Mike Yuba commented on it. And from there, you know, I kind of messaged him on Twitter and I was like, hey, man, I see what you're doing. I'd love to be a part of this. And this was when we had like 300 followers on Twitter I was like, hey, man, I'd love to be a part of this. You know, what can I do? And we kind of started out with a smaller mission, like, hey, let's let's create liquor store partners in the state of South Carolina. That way we can send our members to get discounted liquor. You know, obviously, uh -huh. 
Gamecock fans love to drink. And from that point on, man, it's kind of it's kind of blown up. I mean, um, let's see, we got on the Cotton Gin sign. I was a big part of that. Met with Thomas at Cotton Gin. He was able to hook me up. I think that's when we started to gain legitimacy as like a real group. Um, we had Darius Rucker comment on our Twitter page and you know, we just kind of, from there, we've just organically grown as a group. We have a great team planning our event, and it's been fun. Um, it's been definitely steady growth, and we've had a great time building a community of uh, Gamecock and Bourbon fans alike. What's been the oh, wow moment for you guys? I know you mentioned, obviously, Darius Rucker uh, commenting on your Twitter page. Has there been sort of an oh, wow moment yeah. of, like, something you didn't expect that's happened along the way, I guess you could say? I, th I think for me, like I, I mentioned this a little bit earlier, but it was just getting on that cotton gin sign. Like it was an idea that I had brought to the group, like, hey, I think this would be a great way to connect with the cola community in general. And um, one Saturday night, GC and I went to Columbia, um, introduced ourselves in person. And, you know, we met with Thomas, the owner of cotton gin. And he was like, hey, man, we'd love to put you on the sign tonight. And it was just kind of that, oh, wow, like, man, we've made it. Like we're, we're kind of a symbol in Columbia. And then I think, like you said, the Darius Rucker thing was cool just because he is such a big figure, not only in the local community, just but just, you know, nationwide. So I think that was pretty cool to see us be able to do that. Um, I'm still waiting for Shane Beamer to, to comment on us. That's my next goal. But I mean, it's, it's been cool to see what we've been able to build for sure. So, I mean, you and GC both, you're obviously a huge bourbon guy, right? I got to ask, what's your bourbon of choice? I see you guys tweet a bunch about different bourbons. I'm literally on your website. You know, right now you yeah. got the, the picture circulating here, 1792, yeah. Elijah Craig, um, some others that I've honestly never even heard of before. It's so interesting, though, because I'll tell you this, man, personally, you yeah. know, I, I've had my fair share of bourbon in my life, but it's a different perspective. It's almost like a collector type mindset mm -hmm. when it comes to bourbon. And like, because I see people, you know, as far as like going to the liquor store and like find, it's almost like finding trading cards. Like I, it I, it's, it's such it a is. fascinating thing. Well, and it, it's funny because depending on what area you're in, you're going to have different access to bourbon. So it's kind of funny um, now that you mentioned that. So I'm actually a rookie when it comes to bourbon. I'm actually mm -hmm. trying things out. GC is definitely the aficionado of bourbon. <laughs> Um, you know, what I've been into recently is Buffalo Trace. I don't know if you've ever had Oh yeah, that. It's kind of yeah. common. Um, I'm really into that right now. GC is more of the bourbon guy. So, you know, everyone in our group, you know, we have aficionados and then we have beginners that are, you know, getting into bourbon. So I think that's another cool thing about what we're doing. But I'm really big into the Buffalo Trace, Woodford Reserve, things like that. Mm. Now, you guys also have a store, my friend. And I see, obviously, you're rocking the merch. Um, yeah. Again, of course, this has been the evolution of the the entity. I want to call it just the business. I mean, is that fair? I mean, I right. think you guys, it feels like it's a legitimate business, obviously, again, Gamecock Bourbon Society. But you guys sit right now, I think it's like right over 2,600, yeah, 12, yeah, just uh, over 2,600 followers on Twitter. You guys are on Instagram as well. And, of course, I'm going to give yeah. you the opportunity to plug that at the end. But you guys have merchandise as well. And I know we're doing a little bit of a merch swap on, uh, on Friday at the event. Yeah. But just talk about that side of things. Because I know for me personally, like the merch we make, I could argue making merch is – I could argue it's my favorite part of what I do, the business and what we yeah. get to do and everything. And just getting to kind of get those creative juices flowing and even give yeah. back to your audience even more. How cool has that been, I guess, too? Because you guys have had a great uh, response, I feel like, to the merchandise you put out. Well, I think I think with the merchandise, what's been so cool is it's another way to legitimize what we're doing, right? So we're not just tweeting about things. We have logos now, uh, mm -hmm. free walking advertisement. Uh, we have a great artist, John, who has been the one that's designed our logos 
Um, it takes a team to do it, as you know, and it's just really cool to see that and what we're able to do. We're not just doing, you know, hoodies, shirts. I mean, we're doing glasses. Um, we have a lot of things in the pipeline that are um, going to be coming down with flags and things like that. But it's just been really cool to see. And I think for a lot of people that don't know, what's really cool about our merch is the product that we use. It isn't Gildian or isn't a cheaper material. It's actually really good stuff. So I think that's cool too. You know, with our merchandise, we're just becoming legit with it. And I'm excited to see what we can do with it. That's definitely, Chris, you're right. That's probably one of my favorite parts about our business right now is just seeing people get the swag and being really excited about it. So I think that's definitely something really cool that we're doing right now. Now you guys also have a newsletter. Am I correct? Are you guys still yes, doing sir. that? And, yep. and, and I know, you know what, I'm not even surprised at that because, again, of course, what's so funny is life comes full circle. For those that don't know, GC actually used to write our articles for us back in the day. And so right. I've seen some of the uh, some of the newsletters you guys have put out and you have some other contributors. But yeah. GC is a fantastic writer. I mean, I'll go yeah. on record and say that that yeah. dude absolutely crushes. But yeah. uh, that side, if you want to tell people a little bit more about that side of the business, yeah. again, I think it's really cool the way you guys kind of touch on bourbon and sports yeah. and social media and just really, you know, life in general within the community. Well, it's another way for us to interact with the community, like you said. So we send it out every Sunday night. You just have to join our mailing list or our email list, and you get that sent automatically every Sunday. But like you said, GC is a man, myth, legend when it comes to writing. Um, he can do really anything. I think what's cool about our newsletter is it's given us an opportunity to shout out different things. So um, obviously, you've seen the bourbon of the week and things like that. And I think we have a cigar of the week pairing. Um, but what's been able to be cool with that is as we get closer to the event, being able to shout out sponsors, using that as another platform to kind of spread information, right? So, I, you know, we're shouting out sponsors. Um, I, I brought GC the idea of, you know, I want to start doing fan of the week where we start mm -hmm. posting people in our apparel, um, doing cool things like that. It's just another way to interact and reach out to people who might not be on Twitter or on Instagram. So I love that. That's definitely one of the things that we've done since the beginning that I love. And I hope we never stop because it is something really good that GC and I have been doing for sure. No doubt. Now, Garrett, as you know, of course, no business is a business without some sort of monetization. And you are obviously big on that side of things in regards to picking up sponsors and partners. And of yeah. course, with the event upcoming Friday, you've been able to do a really, really good job with that. And I've just was on you guys' website and again, your sponsors page. Right. Just talk about again, what that's been like, because I think it's so interesting. I don't really get to talk with people uh, on this level in regards to what yeah. it's like to reach out and pitch an idea and, you know, have so much faith and belief yeah. in your idea that you're willing to ask to be monetized for it, right? There's a yeah. level of, of belief that you have to have to be willing to, you know, you could say step outside of your comfort zone or just take right. that risk to, to ask people to support. But what's that been like for you? Because again, I feel like you guys, again, it's just another thing you guys have done a really good job with is finding those partners. And, you know, I'm sure with you guys, it's very easy with, you know, are you a fan of the Gamecocks? Do you like bourbon? It makes sense. But like I said, you've done a fantastic job, my friend, I feel like in regards to finding these sponsors, these partners, and, you know, having others assist you guys in pushing forward your goals. So I think, I think that's been the craziest part too, Chris, is, you know, at the beginning when we were just a small Twitter page, it was a lot harder than it is now. Um, I remember going to liquor stores and just being like, Hey, I'm with this, you know, bourbon group, you know, would you, would you want to be a part of this? And, you know, for me, I've always, I've always learned that you're only as good as your hustle. Right. So, you know, I believe in what we're doing and that is something that I have my hand in really big um, with those sponsorships and, it's kind of funny. We started out um, when we were doing these like event sponsors, you know, just reaching out on Instagram being like, Hey, I see you're a local business in Columbia. We'd love to highlight you. What was your interest in, you know, partnering with us for this event? And I'll tell you what, Chris, it's, it's amazing the response that we got. And even not being this big Twitter page of, you know, almost 3000 followers, it's, 
people wanted to buy in. And I think that's what's so great about Carolina is it's not just a four-year degree. It's connections that you can have for your life. And I really mean that uh, meeting all these businesses, they've been so supportive and wanting to help. And even further, I, I just, I got off the phone last week with five points, right. And they're talking about, they want to potentially collab with us. And it's just crazy to see like what we've been able to do in three months. I mean, it's, yeah. we haven't been doing this for years and I think that just goes to the Carolina community and being wanting to be a part of something special. And it's been fun, man. I love reaching out to people. I love connecting with people, not even for just, you know, monetization of sponsorships, mm -hmm. but just getting to know people and build relationships. It's been a fun part of, you know, what we've been able to do for sure. Absolutely, Garrett. And that's culminated, of course, in the event that is going to happen on Friday. If you did not know, we're going to drop this podcast on Wednesday. So just two days from now on Friday, the event, you guys first ever event, I believe at, yep. uh, bourbon appropriately enough on main street in downtown columbia just give the people in case they do not know of course hey it's already sold out so if you missed out you missed out you got to catch the next one but uh obviously again it was the reception i know we talked about off air was incredible you guys have already sold out the allotment of tickets you did so within a week but uh yeah. again i would love to hear you expand on yeah. you know where the idea came from you know putting that all together organizing that what goes into it and then again the positive reception you guys have gotten and i and i i'm obviously you know we're gonna stop by and everything and i cannot wait because i think it's gonna be a fantastic yeah. time i mean it's a lot of zoom calls a lot of planning uh, we knew we wanted to do something for spring game just because we thought that a lot of people would be in town for that um you know it just planning you know bourbon on main right that's going to be our first event that makes sense you know they're a big bourbon um the event itself is going to be really cool chris i don't know how much of the details that you know uh, but we're going to have Steven Garcia there signing. Uh, I think Bourbon on Main told us yesterday we're going to have about 20 to 24 bourbon tastings, um, different types wow. of bourbon. Uh, we're going to have a buffet, um, you know, limited food. It's, it's going to be a great time, man. We're going to have music. We're going to have some special guests. Uh, I don't want to give away too many surprises just in case schedules change, but it's going to be a great time. And, you know, just going into an event like that, it takes months of planning. I mean, I've probably been on a dozen or more Zoom calls every week, just trying to get the final details. We have to make sure sponsorships are right, make sure wording's right. But it's been a great time, man. I, I tell you what, this is my passion, is connecting with people and, and building something special. So I'm excited to meet everybody on Friday. I will say for the people who can't make it on Friday, we do have a tailgate event unofficially for Saturday. Uh, more details to come probably Wednesday or Thursday when the podcast drops. But it gives you another opportunity to come see us. It's going to be BYOB. Uh, bring your own bourbon um, to our tailgate and, uh, you know, just have a good time. Connect with Carolina fans, man, because that's what it's all about. Hmm. Definitely be sure to tag us in that because we'll reshare it. Yeah. yeah, I mean, obviously Saturday is going to be incredible. Yeah. And on that note, yeah. hey, man, let's talk football. Yeah. Let's talk a little spring game. I, I, I want to get Love your that. thoughts. Hey, first things first. Um, again, of course, you're Gamecock through and through. Your thoughts yeah. overall on the 2021 season. Shane Beamer's year one goes six and six yeah. in the regular season. We, you win the bowl game. I mean, obviously, again, I think we're all kind of on cloud nine with what Coach yeah. Beamer's doing. But your over, overall thoughts on, you know, what were your expectations going in? And did, did South kind of meet those expectations, exceed those expectations? What, what were your thoughts overall on his first year? I mean, I was I was surprised. I mean, I thought the record was going to be what it was. I think that's pretty similar. I think that no one estimated Luke Doty being out last year. I think, you know, it shows the resolve of Shane Beamer being able to go out and get those wins with having, what, three or four different quarterbacks. Mm -hmm. um, I was actually at the Duke Mayo Bowl, and just seeing that to cap off our season was incredible. Um, I, I The only thing I hated about last year is I wish we did it a little bit better against Clemson. 
Uh, I hate Clemson. Uh, I would have loved to see us at least score on them, but I think our football team did amazing. And I'm kind of excited to see what we do in this upcoming year. Um, I was very happy with Shane Beamer. I think we have our guy. I really, I think he's so much better than Muschamp and I'm excited to see what he does. Yeah, for sure. And my thoughts on Muschamp are well documented. Um, <laughs> uh, so anyways, moving to the spring game, my dude, uh, you're obviously going to be there. Tailgate going to be going on. Bourbon will be flowing. We're all excited. There's so many storylines around it. And of course, I know everybody, like I said, is just so pumped up a night spring game. What's your most looking forward to? I mean, I feel like the yeah. easy answer is obviously Spencer Rattler. It's not the wrong answer, but it just is the most obvious. But yeah, things, you know, a couple of things you're looking forward to from the night spring game at Willie B Saturday night. I mean, I'm just excited to see the environment, right? Like, you, whenever you're able to be in williams Price at a night game, it's a good time. Um, I am excited for Spencer Rattler. I'm excited to see what he can do. But I'm also excited to see some of the other team members, um, you know, show out. Jaheim Bell is amazing. Ready to see Juju McDowell do his thing. A couple other guys. But, honestly, going into the spring game, I feel like this is one of the most complete teams USC's had in a long time. So, I'm excited to see what we do. And, you know, like I said, being under Williams Bryce at a you know Saturday night, you really can't beat it. For sure. Again, Garrett Daly of Gamecock Bourbon Society. Garrett, let everybody know where they can find you guys on social media. Yeah, if if you don't follow us already, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Gamecock Bourbon. Um, super easy. If you haven't checked out our merchandise site, GamecockBourbon.com, we have all our contact information, uh, merchandise site. We'd love for you guys to support us in that way and uh. Just build the community a little bit more. And the event on Friday, we'll tell you this. The event on Friday, oh, there we go. I'll cut that out. The event on Friday, I will tell you this. Get there early because there's yeah. going to be a lot of bourbon there. But anywhere Steven yeah. Garcia is, the alcohol will not last very long. <laughs> I can assure you that. I know that's right. He brings to the party, that's for sure. <laughs> we had to have him, man. And, hey, I'm going to be there too, so who knows what might happen. Hey, um, listen, we got we to gotta meet up and get a picture, man. I'm really dude, excited absolutely. to see all you do for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Garrett, appreciate you, my friend. It was an honor to chat with you. And, like I said, I'm really looking forward to the event. Let's definitely chat again soon. And, like I said, everybody tuned in. Be sure to go follow Gamecock Bourbon Society. Go shoot Garrett a follow as well, and be yeah. sure to support Gamecock Sport and Gamecock. That is what it's all about. Again, Garrett, That's appreciate true. you taking the time, man. Let's definitely do it again soon for sure. Of course. Appreciate you, man. Absolutely. He's Garrett Daly. I'm Chris Phillips. We appreciate you guys tuning in, and we'll catch you next time on another episode of the Spurs Up Show.